We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome to the Notre Dame postgame show. I'm Brian, that's Vince. We're going to dive right into it. Notre Dame, Vince, we were walking out to the car after the game and we ran into a, a listener of the show and he had a comment that like literally exactly what you and I said to each other about 30 seconds before we bumped into him. He said, it's a weird game. They got it done. And that's exactly what this game was, Vince. And we're going to talk all about it, break it all down tonight and tomorrow. But look, it was a it was a it was a game where it was very obvious from the beginning that Notre Dame was looking past Central Michigan to Ohio State, and sure. and they were. It was a it was a sloppy game. Notre Dame had a, a lot of mistakes, a lot of missed opportunities on offense, a lot of mistakes on defense, some sloppy play on defense, some issues we had with coaching at times. Eight penalties in the game a week after having ten last week. Yeah, And the penalties in this game, Vince, were very problematic because they either killed drives, extended drives for the other team. But at the end of the day, Notre Dame won 41-17 to and outgained uh, Central Michigan by 310 yards. So they got the job done. And it's, you know, I, I see people talking about, oh, they're, you know, Ohio State was better today, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, so Notre Dame's, what, 3-1 and one against Ohio State now because they've looked better in three of the other weeks, right? That's not how football works. Nope. Uh, we're going to have a lot to pick apart about this game, a lot to praise about this game too. But at the end of the day, Vince, you got to play better than you did today. There's no doubt about it. But it does speak to you as a football team when you can kind of go out there against a team that's not very good and play really not good football and and do what you need to do, out gain them by 310 yards and win 41 to 17. Lot to lot to lot to clean up. But that's a much better feeling than when they brought their BC game last year and lost to Marshall, lost to Stanford, and barely beat navy it's a it's a different team they got a lot to get better but i i and i'm i'm only saying this because we were going to be more critical early on but then i read the meltdown going on by some in the chat about is this really a top 10 football team i'm like have you watched college football today seriously have you watched georgia today did you watch alabama today right guys like notre dame is 4-0 <clears throat> they've scored 40 points in each of the first four games last time that's happened was 1900 1900 32 years before my 91 year old grandmother was born. Okay. And uh, they've, they set a school record for five straight games with 40 plus games. If you trace it back to last year's bowl game against South Carolina, uh, when you are, are, when you are scoring 40 plus a game and your closest game is 21 points over a power five team and you're four games in guys. Yes. You are a top 10 football team. Are they as good as they need to be? Not yet. Still a work in progress. But this is a much better football team than we've seen in the top 10. And they went out today, yeah. Vince, and despite it being a, a sloppy game and a, sometimes an ugly game, Notre Dame's 4-0. Won 41-17, right. and college game day is coming to Notre Dame next week for a battle of two top 10 teams, Notre Dame and Ohio State. They announced that here a little bit ago as well. Well, as well they should. I mean, I, I'm not going to jump into college game day because, I mean, they picked the marquee game that's on the calendar, and this is the marquee game. I mean, look. Here's how I feel about this whole thing. I feel like, you know, big picture wise, we're going to say a lot of the same things that we said after last week. And then a lot of the same things that we said after week two. And, and, you know, have we seen Notre Dame play the perfect game? 
nope. And I, I said this to you before we started is like, you know, until Notre Dame plays the perfect game, it's not going to make everybody happy. And I hate to break it to everybody. The perfect football game does not exist. That's never going to happen. Yeah. And so yeah. people are just going to have to be upset. I mean, that's the, that, yeah. that's the be all end all. Now I am not sitting here with the rose colored Notre Dame glasses on there's, there were a lot of mistakes there were, and and we're going to talk about those. There's no doubt about it. Probably more specifically tomorrow night, tune in. But there were mistakes. Everything that you 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 know, all the mistakes that were made can be cleaned up. I mean, all mm-hmm. of that. That's not an issue. You know, I think a lot of it had to do with some of the guys that weren't playing. I think that had something to do with it. We'll jump into that a little well, bit on defense for sure. I, yeah, right. I yeah. didn't want to get specific yeah. yet. But yeah, yes, yeah, we'll get hundred percent. I'm like, hold on a second. I- I don't think Mitchell Evans is the reason. Uh, <laughs> don't knock 88, okay? DJ Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so everything is fixable. There's no doubt about it. But at the same time, no, a performance today would not beat Ohio State. But they weren't playing Ohio State. That's what you have to understand, okay? This team wasn't playing a top five team in the country today. So they didn't have to have their A game. Would we all – we all would have loved for them to come out of their first six possessions. You, you go 80 yards, you score touchdowns every single time. No drops, no incomplete passes. You're averaging 10 yards a carry. Yes, of course. That, that's what everybody wants. That's not reality either. And so, yes, they made mistakes. Yes, they also did a lot of really good things yeah. too. And so everybody just needs to catch their breath. At the end of the day, they're 4-0 going yep. into the biggest yep. game of the year up to this point. That's yep. what everybody wanted. And people yep. were saying, I don't know if they're going to get past NC State. And, uh, you know, Central Michigan's a trap game. And, you know, all right. these different – they're 4-0. And when you look right. at the score and when you look at the yards gained versus the yards given up, Notre Dame did what they were supposed to do, folks. I, You know, that's where we're at. So people just need to take a breath, just breathe, enjoy the ride, okay? As we say on the boards, as we say at Irish Breakdown – you got to let it play out, everybody. Right. Let the season play out, okay? 4 0. That's where they're yeah. at. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, and that's the key, Vince, right? It's like, look, as a coach, you know, like we're saying this to calm some people down, but at the same time, there's reasons to be far, a little fired up about how the team played, oh, yeah. right? And and, sure. and we're going to dive into those. This isn't going to be, like you said, this is going to be a everything is awesome show, right? We're going to talk no. about the things we saw today and the things that we liked a lot and things that we didn't like a lot. Uh, before we dive into those, Vince, just a little inside the numbers. Notre Dame obviously won 41-17. Uh, they had 23 first downs to NC to CMU, Central Michigan's 14. Uh, they had 236 rushing yards to Central Michigan's 131. They had 342 passing yards to Central Michigan's 137. Uh, outgained by a grand total of, let's see here, 578 to 268 uh, in the win. And now the, the big number. So, like, the interesting thing is on paper, this looks like a great victory, Vince. And sure. I think that speaks yeah, exactly. to – 
to how talented this team is that on paper it looked like a great victory. But obviously when you watch the game and break it down, you know, there's a lot that get, needs to get cleaned up. But again, I will take a sloppy looking ahead performance and winning 41 to 17 any day of the week. Again, I just, sometimes you got to have context, right? It's good to say, yeah. Hey, look, that was not good enough. They're not going to beat the best teams in the country playing that way. Why well, have newsflash? Georgia's not beating a lot of the best teams in the country the way they played today either. Bam, Ohio state's not beating a lot of the best teams in the country the way they played the last two weeks before today. Uh, Bama's not playing that way, the way they're playing today in last week. Uh, it, it's part of the process, but Notre Dame is doing what they need to do. They're getting the, they're getting the wins. And when you can be sloppy and not play anywhere close to your best football and out it's a good foundation to, to, to have. And now it's about getting ready for next week. And yeah. because Ohio state and Notre Dame came into this week in different places, Ohio state was still trying to find their groove. Notre Dame is just trying to keep momentum going, going into next week. So again, Vince, I'll take that 41. 17 victory uh, in that regard. So let's transition Vince yep. into the performance of the Notre Dame offense and really kick things off uh, in, in this fashion. First and foremost, let's talk a little game plan, what we liked, what we didn't like. There were some things we'll get into that I didn't love, but I'll tell you the first thing that really stuck out to me today, and, and we'll get into the players here in a second, but I really liked the way that Notre Dame went it and went at central Michigan from a uh, run game scheme standpoint. I'll talk what I didn't like about the run game from a personnel standpoint here in a few, but I really wanted to start off with that, Vince. They've been a very inside dominant team running the football this year. Uh, you know, last week I, I broke it down inside zone and, and counter were really the uh, and power were the plays that they had success with. They came out today, had success running power again today, had some big, some big gains on power. But I think one of the first plays of the game, well, they did they ran toss. Right to get outside, yeah, and so right away. Uh, I I thought they did a really nice job of mixing up the inside outside runs, and uh, keeping Central Michigan off balance. And again, with 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 you, you look at the numbers, and they outgained them five hundred seventy eight to three hundred two hundred sixty eight. They had two hundred thirty six rushing yards. They had a seventy two yard touchdown run called back from a really questionable holding penalty, in my opinion. Uh, some the other holdings were, were were they actually got away with a couple holds in this game. On the offensive line, the one on Holden Stace I thought was a little questionable. I thought that guy was just a bad defensive player. Uh, but but again, there were some really good things done in the run game today, scheme-wise. I'm not going to talk too much about the offensive line today because I just I need to rewatch the film. Just not sure. Right? Yeah. I, I just I need to rewatch the film. I was, you know, at games I tend to watch the back end and and Peacock's feed was so late that we couldn't watch the replay right. on the screen. Yes. Normally, So what I normally do when I break down a game, Vince, oh, so is I'll watch the play and I'll watch the stuff you can't see on yeah. TV. I'll watch the back end, the, the, you know, the, the outside, things like that. And then I'll look up and I'll watch the replay and then go back to the live play, watch the replay. Mm -hmm. But the Peacock feed was so slow that by the time they would run the play up on the screen, the next play was already being run. So I'm not going to have a lot to say about the O-line today. That'll be more of what we cover in tomorrow's upon further review. But at the end of the day, Vince, uh, I thought that schematically from a run game standpoint, uh, I liked I liked what I saw today. I, we saw a lot of different stuff, a lot of different wrinkles. They ran a lot of power O today, like a lot of power O today, uh, out of a completely different alignment than they ran it last week against NC State. And uh, – uh, they they really had a lot of success. They were about to break a couple of those toss plays. I'm oh. telling you, man, they were like always like one guy away twice from breaking a couple of those toss plays. Yeah. Uh, so I thought schematically, I really liked what we saw from them run game wise. Yeah, no, I did too. And uh, it, it's funny. I mean, we're just talking about the run game. I mean, at the end of the day, they could have run the ball every single time and probably been successful if they wanted to be. You know, yes, there were a few here and there where they were running into a loaded box and, and some things of that nature. And that is what it is. Cause a lot of times that stuff sets up something else, but you know, against this defense, they could have run the ball at will. Right. And and they didn't, which I was happy. They could have thrown it. the ball at will too. Honestly. And that's, I, mean, that's, that I didn't want to get into that. Cause we weren't talking yeah. about the pass game just yet, but <laughs> yeah. like I, I had somebody text me in the middle of the game. They're like, how come Notre Dame's passing the ball so much? Because they can, like they they, need, they, and they, they needed to. They, that was yes. one of the keys to the, the game. Absolutely. We'll talk about tomorrow. I was like, we know mm. they can go run on Central Michigan at will. Can they throw yes. on them? That's a key. Correct. Yes, absolutely. And then that, and that's that's the important thing here is that they did come out with a balanced game plan and what they wanted to do. And I and I thought almost 
almost a little bit too much was it was it balanced and with the, what they were kind of throwing out there and and some of the formations that they were throwing out there and the personnel that they were throwing out there it's like hey let's give ohio state a ton of stuff to you know to prepare for or to just put on film and i mean they were out there in 30 personnel at one point you know with three running backs and no tight ends and it's like all right but they only did it for one play you know, and so it's going to be in the back of the mind of, of Ohio State, but they're not going to spend a lot of time on it. I felt like they did that a couple of different times uh, in this game. Like they ran the ball a bunch out of 13 and then they started throwing the ball out of 13. And then, you know, it's a lot of 12. I don't know. There, there was just a lot that they did, but I almost wonder if it was just too much. Well, that, that was kind of my issue that I had with it. I, I thought that the scheme, the play calling scheme was really good. The mixing up the runs. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it here and first play of the game, they ran toss. Then they ran. Uh, these are just kind of watching it live. I had inside zone and duo the next two plays. It may have been inside zone and inside zone duo and duo, but it was an inside run. Sure. I'll go back and edit it later. Then they threw a deep ball on the on play four. So I mean, but first play of the game, they they ran toss. You come back the next series, they throw the ball on down one, they ran counter on the next play, then pass, 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 went back to counter, then they ran that 30 personnel play, then inside run. Uh they ran I, I thought it was duo for the touchdown, but again, I have to go back and break it down. Sure. Come back in series three, run a jet sweep. Uh, to Jaden Thomas, and then two plays after that, you're throwing a seam route. So I, I thought from that standpoint, I really liked what we saw from uh, from Jared Parker as far as keeping Central Michigan off balance. Sure, They didn't let Central Michigan just key in on the run game. I I, I was worried – the way the game started, you know, run, 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 pass. I was like, they're just going to come out here and just pound Central pound, Michigan. Pound it, and, just like we've seen And it's going to be times. ugly and not really yeah. – yeah, not really build on the things you need to build on and not improve right. the areas you need to improve upon. And I wasn't actually, I was like, I was kind of, you know, the BK PTSD kicks in right away, like first three plays. Oh, and yeah. I did what I always get annoyed with with people in the chat doing, like the, game, the live chat during the game. And I'm like, I'm already making assumptions about how the game is going to go after like three plays. And then boom, you know, 75 yard touchdown mm-hmm. at Tobias Merriweather. And then they kind of came out and mixed it up. So I, I really like that. The only, the only issue I had about it is, uh, way too 12 and 13 personnel dominant today way too much and now yeah now part of me can say well you know they're setting up ohio state well they've been doing this now for three weeks in a row i mean they've been running this stuff for now three weeks in a row so you, at some point you just kind of have to come to grips with the fact that this is just who they are <laughs> and and they're just they're just gonna be that still a lot i don't, I don't love it i'm not like thrilled about it yeah because i'll, I'll bet you vince a, a ham sandwich that when we, do, one, when we get the way. snap counts, that Davis Sherwood will have played more snaps than Chris Tyree and maybe even Tobias Merriweather. And that's oh, not I, a knock on I, Davis Sherwood because I thought Davis Sherwood blocked well today. Yeah, I did too. But when when you're when you're using him on the field and he's your number three tight end and your starting tight end is hurt and your decision is to just keep doing what you're doing, it's like, well, did you really play to your personnel the best of your ability today? Sure. And then Chris Tyree goes out and has a 76 yard touchdown. And like, we barely saw him in the second half. We saw a ton of Jaden Greathouse. And it's like, okay, I know you're trying to get the young guy some reps. There was a time, one point time in the, in the second half, the game was still somewhat in doubt. You had three freshmen on the field at once. You had Rico Flores was playing and you had Jeremiah Love in there and you had Jaden Greathouse on the field. And I, right. I'm like, okay, get what you're doing. But like, is Chris Tyree really that finished product yet at wide receivers? Tobias Mary, whether really that, that he finished product reps, yet yeah. at wide receiver that they're not going to get those reps. So those are some of the nitpicks I had from the game sure. today. But, you know, I, I, I thought overall game plan wise, I didn't have a lot of complaints from the game. And I really liked what we saw run game wise. I mean, the big pass, they came out second half, the big pass play. I think it was the first drive of the second half, Vince. I mean, they just went they just went old school post dig. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was just is post dig cross in every high school. I mean, playbook. dude, I remember we hit that for a touchdown against Washington Jefferson back in 2004 when I was yeah. at CNU. Right? Like that's just old school play, man. But it's like, it's a great play to run when teams are playing you the way that they're playing Notre Dame. So I, we saw a more concerted effort to get outside with the football in the pass game. I thought that was important. We saw stop routes being run. Notre Dame was 0 for 2 on go routes coming into this game. 0 for 2. That's true. Today they hit two. They hit the one and they hit them for what a hundred and seventeen 
yards combined, right? 75 plus 42. Am I doing the math correct? Is that 117? Sure. So, uh, you know, so two completions for 117 yards, one touchdown. And, um, you know, that's kind of basically where, yeah. There there was a concerted effort to throw the ball down the field. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. And I, and I think that, that was a good thing because we haven't seen that enough in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, all off season, we're talking about Sam Hartman's, you know, long ball ability and all right. of these different things. And we just hadn't seen it. I mean, outside of like every once in a while. And it wasn't enough for my well, case. The deep balls we had seen Vince were like seam routes. We sure. did a couple things like that. Not a lot of those deep I shots. I think those are all that deep, like, you know, seam right. route, you know, I, it, like the inside post, they've hit a couple of those, but uh, you know, so that was good to see. We saw stop routes, hitch routes. We saw them complete two hitch routes today. We saw them complete a couple stop routes. Sure. So I, we saw a more concerted effort to get the ball outside today. Tunnel screen. And I, and I thought that was important. They, they ran a couple tunnels last week too but they hit yeah. a tunnel they hadn't really had success yeah. on tunnels since the opener against navy yep so they hit a couple of those but but overall i, I was pleased with the game plan vince outside sure. of i just and the other thing that i didn't love is they do way too much personnel adjusting in 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 series i talked about this this earlier in the week and they it just seemed like it was even a heavier dose of that today where it's just like every play they're subbing two three guys out and I get what you're doing, but you worry, like, are you, are you letting your skill players get into any kind of rhythm when you're sure. doing that? You know, that's, so that's my concern. About more guys in the game. Yeah. 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 There, there was so, one period and I think it was in the third quarter, maybe off the top of my head where they went fast. Uh, and it yeah. was when they, t- they, they tried to pick up that third and one or third and two or something along those lines. And it was, it was about three plays in a row where they just went fast and they were an 11 personnel and it was just go, go, go. Like I couldn't even, because I'm charting on the computer, you know, personnel and all that stuff. I couldn't even write down everything. Like it was, it was so fast. So it's like, they have that, like it's there. They they have that ability, but then they went back to like huddling. And when they would huddle, they would be personnel in and out. And that was a little bit frustrating. I, I, I get what you're saying, but if they want to go fast, Brian, they can go fast. And I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see that's guy. I feel like that's kind of a hidden weapon that they haven't really utilized just yet. Uh, and I'm hoping that they do at some point. Yeah. Maybe that's Ohio State. Maybe it's not. But uh, there's there's a piece of me that's hoping that they're just kind of trying out everything and seeing where they're at with a lot of things. And and we're going to see what this team is all made of, you know, next week. Now, you're you're absolutely right when you say they've had four games, and it's probably that is who they are. And I totally get that. Yeah. Like I said, there's still, just still a piece of me that's like. Are they really going to go all 12 and 13 personnel against Ohio State? Is that really going to be the game plan? I You're really going to play Davis Sherwood and Cooper right. Flanagan more than Chris Tyree next week against yeah. the Buckeyes? I mean, that, that's based on what we saw today, if Mitchell Evans doesn't go, which I assume he will, he had a concussion. Uh, sure. That, I mean, that's kind of where they are. Yeah, that's, so, that would be disappointing. And, yeah. You know, those guys do a good job when they're on the field, but that's not where Notre Dame needs to yeah. be. So let's talk, Vince. Let's go kind of player by player, and, and let's start with uh, the quarterback. We'll go running back, receiver. Let's go quarterback, receivers, running back uh, in this game, and we'll we'll save the best for last. And that's going to be the running back position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Hartman today. It, it here's some here's a fascinating statistic, and you want to talk this about is, this is fascinating. You want to talk about the the best way to to describe the change of having Sam Hartman a quarterback is this statistic right here. In the last two games, Sam Hartman has only completed 15 passes in each of the last two games. That's it. 15 passes in each of the last two games. And and, and matter of fact, what was his stat line? Did he go 15 of 24 again today? See, he went. He was 15. He was. uh, Oh, it looks like they upped his. It looks like they upped his statistics. So he had six. Ended up 16. So he had 15 last week, and he had 16. The you saw it, Vince. The thing at the stadium mm-hmm. said he only had 15 completions. So they they upped yep. it to 16 in the official statistics. But he completed 16 passes to this week, and he only completed 15 last week. And I and I say that because I'm I'm making a point. Last hmm. year at Wake Forest, he only completed less than 15 passes once, and that was in a 45 to 10 win over Army. He only completed fewer than 20 passes three times. 
He only completed fewer than 20 passes four times in 2021, and they were against Old Dominion, Norfolk State, a blowout win over Virginia, and then a win over Syracuse. And he has never, he has never as a starter, actually, he ha- uh, let's see, you have to go back to 2020. You have to go back to 2020, the COVID year, to find the last time that Sam Hartman com- completed fewer than 17 passes in a game. And he did that twice in a row. He's averaging 308 yards in those last two games. 31 completions is it for him the last two games. <laughs> and he's thrown for 616 yards. Right. Yeah. Like that right there is the biggest change. Cause like, and, and it's funny because the first couple games were like, you know, are they really going to, they really going to be able to, you know, be this efficient all year? No, not a ton of big plays. And then the last two weeks, it's just been a ton of big plays. Right. So mm-hmm. the last two weeks, They've had a 76-yard touchdown in the past game, a 75-yard touchdown in the past game, a 65-yard gain in the past game, a 42-yard gain in the past game, a 40-yard touchdown in the past game, and then a what? What did the 39-yard gain in the past game, and then the 35-yard touchdown in the past game? Like they have, they have gotten a lot more dynamic with their past game, and and part of it's the skill, right? The ta- the talent's there. The other part of it is you've got a quarterback that can throw a beautiful deep ball. And we finally saw mm-hmm. them turn that outside go ball loose today. And I mean, the, the pass to Rico Flores was an absolute freaking dime. I mean, that was, you know, like the kids stumbled against Tobias partly because of how bad Tobias beat him on the transition. I mean, he smoked the dude. I don't know if it would have gone for 75 yard touchdown, but he it was going to be a big play. Yeah. It was yeah, going to be a big play beat. regardless. Mm-hmm. He had that guy beat. Yeah. I, he, he still might. But the thing is, the way that Sam threw it, he still might have scored on that play, Vince, because Tobias never had to break stride Sure, uh, on that play. And then the same thing on the play to Chris Tyree, never had to break stride. Rico never had to break stride. If Rico Flores has to break, break stride at all, that guy has a chance to make, make that. Rico uh, Flores has a chance to break that play up. Or the DB has a chance to break that play up. Right. So to me, he was on point with with his downfield throwing game today. Oh, absolutely. He also did a much better job protecting the football today. I can't remember a single play, Vince, that I look at, but poo, he almost turned the ball over on that one. Right. Right. You know, nah, he wasn't. Uh, so that was good. He too. wasn't really well. I, I, he got a little bit of pressure. There was a little bit of pressure. There at was times. more than there should have been against yeah. this team. Agreed. I thought. Agreed. Yeah. But I, you know, he got hit low that one time, but the ball was already out. You know, that kind of, and he got right. rushed. He got flushed out of the pocket once or twice, but. Uh, but no, I agree with you. I mean, yeah. and I, I, I know we're still talking about the positives, so I don't want to go down that road. But I, I do. Well, no, I mean, we're just we're just talking. We're, okay. we're just talking about to play the quarterback. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. I, and you and I talked about this uh, at the beginning of the game. It felt like he was just a little bit too hesitant, and I don't know if it was because he wasn't seeing things real. Quick. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, on. was he trying not to turn the ball over against a bad opponent? Was he? You know, I don't know. But there were some dudes running wide open down the field like this could have yeah, a couple like of them came open late sure like Tobias but he still had the ball late on one yeah. Jaden was just beat a dude on the one that he should have Remember, he's just in the end zone yeah. going like that like you know yeah. you know that uh what is it uh that movie with Scott Bakula necessary roughness you know where you know the, he's got the the guy in the cornfield like the dummy with the number on it and then it flashes to like you know he's wide open in the end zone like that's what it reminded me of right and and Sam just missed him Right. And so he missed a few guys, uh, you know, early on. And, and that, was just that, that he didn't throw it. Throw it. Are you talking yeah, about correct. the ones he didn't he didn't throw it to? Correct. Or he went yes. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Not that he threw it and it was like off target. He just he missed them. Like he didn't yeah. he didn't see it. And he didn't want or he didn't want to throw it or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, so that was a little concerning at the beginning, but then he kind of settled in and, and did yeah. what Sam Hartman For does. Us, well, like the throw to Chris Tyree, that was open at least once, maybe <clears throat> twice. Right. Before that. Right. You know, I mean, that that that's that was there before, but he eventually went to it. And then the yeah. second half, like you said, Vince, I thought he and I, there were some things CMU was doing that didn't look quite familiar to me. And he gets we get we've seen that a lot from Notre Dame. We talked about that in the pregame show. They're sure. they're going to throw stuff at Notre Dame that they can't handle. I I was surprised that Central Michigan didn't pressure more. Like yeah, they, they kind of played like they didn't like overload numbers, and and that's partly why they got ripped up. Honestly, I mean, and again, Notre Dame would have had close to seven hundred yards if not for a couple really dumb penalties. Well, one dumb penalty, another that was questionable. That penalty, was questionable we'll penalty. Yeah, because I believe on that that one that got called back 
I don't believe Notre Dame scored. I think Notre Dame, yeah, they punted the next play. Right. So is that I what mean, it that, was? Yeah, because because they had scored on the first drive of the of the half to make it twenty eight fourteen, and then Central Michigan punted. Oh, yeah, you're and right. And that was about to make it thirty five to fourteen. Game over. Yeah, you know, and and they ended up punting, and then Central Michigan went down and got a field goal to make it twenty eight to seventeen. And, uh, you know, then Notre Dame had kicked the field goal to make it 31-17. But, like, the game would have been over at that point in time already yes, if not been. for that holding penalty, which I, I didn't think was a – I still don't know. I have to go back and watch it again. But watching the replay, it, it Jeez, didn't look I like I watched a, it a couple times. Yeah. And I his hands I thought the guy did a bad job. And, I thought the guy did a bad man. job getting off the block. I right. thought that that's really what it had more to right. do with that. So Right. And, and unfortunately yeah. for some – not great officials if you're if you've set the edge and you're on an island by yourself as a as a receiver or a tight end or whatever but by yourself it's just you and another guy and that guy puts his hands in the air or does something stupid oh that's got to be a hole and then you're gonna throw that flag no it was a really good block is what it was but, yeah i thought you know, so too frustrating that part it was frustrating. but it's it's sure. nice vince when your quarterback can have a well, he just wasn't processing things great in the first half and go 16 of 26 for 330 yards. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. that's the thing. And like last week, I heard people picking him apart. Oh, I didn't play real well against NC State. I'm like, yeah, he went 15 to 24 for 286 yards and four touchdowns. I'll take right. not playing well with those numbers for 500, Alex. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, thank seriously. you. Seriously. And uh, again, like you, 30, what was it, 31 completions? You know, and he in he's two throws, games for over yeah, six hundred yards. He's still for over six hundred yards and seven touchdowns and zero interceptions. Right. Like, I mean, right. you know, I'll, so, I'll take an off yeah. Sam Hartman, I guess. And and here's what I like about the past game, Vince. Your your last two weeks, you're talking about six hundred and sixteen yards total passing in the last two games. You've had thirty one completions and you've had what fifty four twenty six or twenty four twenty so fifty attempts, right? Last two games. So you're talking about Notre Dame's last two games. They're averaging 12.3 yards per pass attempt. Per attempt, the last two games, right? Per attempt. Just to give you some context of of what that means for Notre Dame, last year the Notre Dame offense averaged 11 or 12.8 yards per completion, per completion for the entire season, 12.8 yards per completion for the entire season. In the last two games, Notre Dame is over 12 yards per attempt. And I, I would imagine it's kind of close to that for the season because Hartman was at 11.1 yards per attempt coming into the game, or 11.4 yards per attempt coming into the game. And today he averaged uh, 12.7 yards per attempt. So it's been a, it's uh, it's been pretty good so far, Vince. It's yeah, been pretty agreed. good so far. It, and again, there's still areas where, where oh, for sure improvements going to needed. But I, I liked what I saw today. I, I thought. I thought he did a really nice job staying back in the pocket today, keep like just trusting his offensive line yeah. today. Yeah. I-, I thought that was something that impressed me, especially as much as he got hit last week. There's a couple times he let some balls loose and he just, you know, the pockets kind of going around them and he just stayed there and and, and got rid of the ball. I-, I liked that. Talk a little bit about that one play. Uh it was the Jaden Thomas deep ball and how he altered his oh, throw. Yeah. We talk- I want you to I want you to bring that up because so we were talking about I it. I thought he aimed it. I just thought he kind of he saw that Jaden had the guy beat because it was a little kinda, it was a little yeah. too much to the inside. Jaden had to make a really nice a play bit, to a go little bit catch short. It. Yeah, like he should have thrown it a little bit, you know, yeah. maybe five yards down the field more, and then Jaden catches it on the run and it's a touchdown. Right, right, right. So I thought at first he just aimed it. You know, watching it live, he aimed it. because once they saw him short arm it, I'm following the ball and you know watching Jaden catch it. And so I, I look back and, and I look at the replay and to me, it looked like Pat Coogan was getting knocked into him and he threw it in a way to where his hand wasn't going to hit the guy in front of him. Hit the helmet. That's what it looked to me. Break his like, finger. That's a savvy yeah. dude right there. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's why he short armed it. Cause he's like, I can't, I can't normally stretch it out. Cause otherwise I'm going to crack it right on the back of Pat Coogan. Yeah. So I thought that was an impressive play, but it you know just threw it out there and let his guy go make a play on it. And I mean that, that's the thing is like yeah. every ball doesn't have to be perfect. Get, go throw it out there and give your guy a chance to go make a play on it. Yeah, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. I thought that was you know again, it's the one of the better parts about having a six year quarterback, guys. I'm telling you, yep. 
he's going to make little plays like that that make a difference. That they just make a difference, you know. And and he knows, or he doesn't want to get hurt. He knows him getting hurt is going to hurt this offense. And so make that smart play. And guess what? His guy made a play for him. And yep. at the end of the day, that goes a lot to the confidence level. I'm not saying Sam Hartman didn't have confidence in in uh, Jaden Thomas, you know, coming into the game, but. Wherever yeah. that confidence level was, just went up a little bit. You know well, what I mean? Was, yeah, it was, and it was nice to see him and Tobias Merriweather connect on a couple yes. more balls, and and oh. and to see some of those deep throws connect. And you want to hear something like, funny? And, uh, yeah, uh, I was looking at the the stats that you know the the stat cast or whatever. Uh, they have shorted our guy Merriweather a catch. You want to know why? Why? Because Cam Hart apparently had one oh, catch yeah. for 10 yards. Yeah, that was pretty silly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, Tobias what? had three catches for 91 yards. Uh, <laughs> uh, for, well, for, according to this, Cam Hart had one for 10, so I think it would be three for 98. Uh, no, he had uh, – Tobias had three catches. Oh, I'm two sorry. Catches I'm for looking, at Tyree. You're looking at Tyree. Me. I'm sorry. I was looking yeah, at Tyree. He had yep. two catches for 81 yards. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was had, funny. Cam Hart had a catch for 10. Because I was – one of the yeah. points I wanted to make was was that once again Sam Hartman spread the ball out to his various yeah. receivers. It says nine receivers. I was looking at the yeah. names. I was like, I don't remember Cam Hart catching a ball, but uh, so it's eight receivers, not nine. Yeah. Uh, but yep. still, it, he falls right in line with what he's been doing: ten receivers, nine receivers, eight receivers. Yep. You know, whoever's open is going to get the rock. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. That should seamlessly yeah. segue to the wide receivers and why yeah. they yeah. need to be doing what they need to do every single play because you never know when the ball is yeah. coming to you. I was a I was a little frustrated with the play of the receivers today at times. I thought they did some good things in the game today. I thought Jaden played pretty well. I mean, he he led him with four catches for sixty three yards. Should have had a, a, a what that. A, I'm trying to remember what play was it. Might have put him over hundred yards. I, I think it was far enough back where if he makes that throw, it might probably puts him over hundred yards. You know what I'm talking about? Where he had he just beat the guy with a go route, and Sam just went away from him super quick. Or I don't even know if he, he even looked. I have to go back and watch that one when we get the all twenty two. But uh, so that was kind of it was during that period where he just was was just not crisp yeah. going through yeah. stuff. You know. Yeah. Uh, but there were too many times, Vince, where you just – what's frustrating is when you watch the receivers come off and they're fast, and then they there's other times you watch them come off and they're not coming off fast, and people are like, oh, that's because they're you know, slow. No, it's it, – no you can tell leave. the difference between when a guy is slow and when a guy is running slow. There's a difference. When a guy's running slow, it means he's not running fast as, as, as he should be. 
And there were way too many times when Notre Dame's receivers today were were coming off the ball with really no urgency. And we've complained about this before, and it's especially sure. true when teams are playing off coverage. Sure. And it's a real frustrating. There was like one particular play on like third down. I think Hartman maybe threw it away or ended up like uh, – I can't remember what happened. They ended up not getting – I'm like, guys, it's third nine. Why right. the heck are you guys – like coming off the line three quarter speed. Like, yeah. what what is going on here? You this know? is where and, you should have the most urgency to yeah. get into your routes and and make yeah. good cuts and you know yeah. all those different things. And so, yeah, that was yeah. disappointing for sure. Yeah. So that's the, it's it's a it's an issue that's been happening now for multiple games. Just the the inconsistency from a get off standpoint on vertical routes. Like, like there's times when you're not going to come off fast. You're running a delay right. route or a stutter go or an under route, or you need to win at the line with your release. That's fine. But when teams are playing off, you need to go eat up yeah. that cushion right away. And they don't do that. And and I don't know if they're t- not taught to do that or or what the question is, what the issue is, but. That's now happening for multiple weeks, and that's that's a problem, and that's right. going to have to get cleaned up when you're right. playing against better secondary players. There's no doubt yep. about that. Agreed. But uh, I thought the blocking downfield, from what I could tell, was good. But you know, look, they they did a nice job getting open. They they did a nice job making some throw, a couple catches in some contested situations. Not always, uh, you know. Sam missed an open Jaden Greathouse on a corner route. He was a little high on Jaden on another, but he had to and be because there was a defender yeah, coming under, yeah, com- yeah. coming from the opposite direction. If he throws that ball on a line, that guy steps right in front of him, picks it off. Sure, Jaden's got to know that ball is going to go high, and he's got to go get it. You know, obviously that's going to be a big part of it. But once again, you saw the ball get spread around, and and you know it was a solid day from the receivers uh, outside of three plays. But those those three plays were huge. Yeah, I mean you you don't discount that. You can't just say, well, you know, other than those. Other than the 70, you know, uh, uh, four plays, really, other than the 76-yard touchdown, the 75-yard touchdown, the 42-yard catch that set up a touchdown, and the 39-yard catch that set up a touchdown, the receivers didn't play that great. Right. You know, I mean, but they, they still did, had to do those things. They yeah. did those things, yeah. you know, and and you now it's just about it. yeah. next week just in moving forward against Duke and the rest of the teams. It's like you got to really – you got to really make sure, you know, that – um that you're playing with more urgency in the in the pass game with your releases. That's going to be yes. a big key. Notre Dame just uh, released a thing that they said that they uh, updated the stat book. So I'm curious if they – okay, yeah, they got Tobias correct now. He okay. led the team with 91 receiving yards, had three catches. Okay, They good. still haven't corrected the stat book from the Tennessee State game. They still have Howard Crosses that pass break up on that ball that Jordan Patelho broke up. But what yeah, else? You know. You know. Whatever, but yeah, they have they they sent out the correct one. They have uh, that's good. They have Tobias Merriweather now with three catches for yeah. ninety-one yards. Yeah. So you, seeing him and Tyree get get going deep, yes. that, that was a great sign. It was it's, a really great sign. It's funny. I leaned over to you and Sean. I mean, I, he was finishing up the play, and and I was like, thank God he caught that ball because if he didn't, yeah, catch you said that, that to ball, Sean because I was outside. I to, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. And then you yeah. told me that when I came back I was in. Like, yeah. I go because if he did, if he drops that ball, we just just pack it up right now because that's all anybody's going to talk about when this game is over. Like, yeah. thank goodness he dropped, he caught that ball and went in for six because yeah. that was. Uh, I, I'm glad he got that monkey off his back. I hope, yeah. I hope, yeah, because well, I, I, I mean, thought he, you know he but, made you know. a tough catch last week on the sixty on the forty five right. yard gain with a safety closing on him. So I mean, look, he dropped the first pass of the year. That's yeah, it. that's, that's the only it. drop he's had. I know. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like. Uh, it's, it's know, got the I scarlet mean, letter though man yeah, like, he just can't yeah. win with people yeah <laughs> so i mean uh, last two weeks tobias has you know done some pretty good things the last two weeks right. right i mean last week he had one catch for 45 yards should have had another had a third down conversion taken away because of a you know because of a penalty on somebody else oh, but yeah. uh you know this yeah. week three for 91 so hopefully this is the beginning of something uh yeah Something better. Let's talk tight end wise. Vince obviously holding Stace uh, missed a chance to really separate himself. Sure, uh, you know sure with um, you know build on last week and then with with uh, with um, Mitchell Evans out. You know obviously had the, the holding penalty and even though it should have been a holding. Again, what's the teaching point, Vince? Keep working around to the outside. Keep right. working your feet to the outside of that guy. Uh, had that drop on third and ten. It the you could tell Vince they ran that quick Y option. To him, you could tell it was the play they it was the play right before they attempted the 59 yard field goal. You could tell on that particular play they were doing one of two things. 
let's get some yardage and then maybe get in better field goal position. But what I think they were doing, Vince, is let's get it to him quick and maybe he can make somebody miss and pick up the first down. But otherwise, we're in two down territory. Right. You know, get six or seven on third and 10, and then we're in fourth down territory we're going for. They were two and oh. Uh, on on fourth downs in this game, Vince. But mm. you had that drop. That was disappointing, not taking advantage of that. I thought we'll have to go back and, um, uh, you know, we'll have to go back and kind of kind of reread or rewatch the game and, and, and look at a couple things. But I, I thought, from what I could tell, that Cooper Flanagan blocked really well from what I yeah. could tell in the game. I, I thought, again, I'll have to break it down. But just what was the one long? Was it the? Was it the? There was one long run that it was. Had, yes, it was. And Cooper and it just was duo. his guy out. Yeah, it was no, duo, wasn't it? And he it just power. He, he stood his guy up and like oh, was had duo. a nice. Yes, he yes. stood his guy up and yeah. then his made his back created right. the hole and and then Joe Alt came off of the double team and crushed the guy that's that right, came in. That's the when hole. you were talking about all, yeah. all, the double team Alt and Coogan had that yes. was that same place. So yeah, it was the it yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. duo. And Cooper had a really nice outside yeah. drive ball. He's got right really up under his pads yeah. and just stood Good the guy base. Up. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, yeah it was from good. what I could tell, again, we'll have to break down the film and really grade it because you can't watch all 11 guys every single right. play. But but I noticed Cooper a lot today blocking in the in the run game. So I, I, that was good to see. Ran a couple routes. They did a nice job of, of getting outside of it. So I thought that was a, a positive to see. I, I didn't see a whole lot of holding blocking today outside of that hold. So I can't I can't tell you how he did in the run game wise. Offensive line again, we'll break it down. Uh, a couple really sloppy plays from Blake. A couple you know yeah. sloppy plays from the guards. But I thought I thought overall the line was at least physical today. Mm-hmm. You know, and it didn't get the movement that I wanted them to get. But again, I have to go back and break it down and, and dive into a little bit more. Let's talk about the running backs, Vince, because it was a very interesting game from the running backs. Early on, I really didn't love what I was seeing from the backs. I thought Audric had a really nice uh, read on the, on the toss on the first play, but I thought his next two runs on that drive, I thought he missed a cut both times. You know, I'd go back and watch it again, but it looked to me like he missed the cut both times. Like he should have cut one back and bounced another. There were some timing issues in the run game today that worked out today, but don't work out next week. The third, the, the 10 yard run that Jabron Payne had on the counter, uh, that fine, it worked today because but you ran into the guard, yeah. You know, like oh, it was two, actually two. power, uh, or it was a counter. I have to go back and look. I think it was counter. I thought it was counter. You had, a, you had a pulling guard, Rocco was pulling, and he ran into Rocco because he right. rushed the foot, the technique. He right. was rushing his footwork. You have to be patient on that because yeah. you have to allow the offensive yeah. lineman to get through and get up, then you can go behind him. Or if he's going to kick it out, yeah. you got to wait for him to kick it out. You can't run into your own guy. Yeah, you know, and not on account, not because when you run into a guard, you expect because the guard got like knocked back or something. That's not right. what happened. No, he, he was just moving. got downhill too quickly. Yeah, I thought yeah. there was run. I thought I thought Jadarian ran well. His fifteen yard run, boy, he he's had about three or four runs this year. Where he's like a dude away from breaking that sucker. Right? There was like one specifically where I thought he was going to go. The fifteen yarder, he got yeah, he got tripped up, and I was like, oh. but there was a another run where i thought he got downhill too slow mm-hmm. like not like speed wise but like his footwork didn't get him downhill quickly enough right and it and allowed a guy to make a play yes yeah, and was there a was hole. a hole opening yeah. up so i thought the timing early and and was and and with the backs as a whole was not great but audrick got going pretty quickly yeah and once he got going man he was really really good and it was a lot like last week Vince I mean you know eight yards in his first play then three then five then one and then one and then you know on third and two he only gets one doesn't get the first down then the next play goes for a touchdown and and then we didn't see Aldrich didn't carry the ball again until the se- uh, second half I mean, he had a check down catch on the late in the late in the first half, but he didn't carry the ball after that. I don't think he carried the ball after that touchdown run. I'm looking at my play by play, and he had that touchdown run on drive two, drive three. It was Jaden Thomas, Jeremiah Love, and then the 76 yard touchdown to Tyree. The next drive, you had a boot scramble, ran a tunnel screen to Rico, ran an inside run to to J- Jared and Price. 
a cat, a little slant to on second and seven to Jane Thomas, an incomplete corner route to Rico Flores. By the way, you know that corner route that he just sailed into the out of bounds. Like mm-hmm. he saw that he he wanted to throw the corner, but the safety played it really well. That's a throwaway. That that's not a that's yeah, a not a of those like he didn't like. Oh my god, how did you miss yeah. him that badly? No, that's a throwaway because the yeah. safety played it really well. And I, I thought he was late. He might have been able to fit it to him if he throws a little sooner, but I don't. I don't think he could have. Uh, so then you you have a uh, throwaway on the next play. You ran that Y option on third ten that got dropped. Next series you run stretch to Jadarian for minus three. You have a, um, a, a a check down to Audric that goes for eight on second and thirteen. Then you have the holding call on on uh, Blake Fisher who should have got called for holding on the next play as well. Then you had a stop route, and then you ran that little uh, little inside route on third and 11 to, to uh, Jaden Greathouse. So we didn't see Audric run the ball again till the second till the second half. And then, of course, first play of the second half, he hurdles a dude, goes yeah. for 21 yards. He was then well he kinda, rested. Yeah, he, kinda, he was kind of red hot after that, man. So yeah. Audric didn't have great numbers in the first half. I mean, he had that really nice run. But he finished with 174 yards, but like kind of doing the math here real quickly, Vince, it looks like he had, see, uh, first drive, he had, was it 16? Uh, yeah, 16 on the first drive, 17, 18, 35. So 35 yards in the first half, and that was it. And then he comes out in the second half and goes 7, 8, 3, 1, 1. Sam Hartman sneaks the touchdown, comes out the next drive, has the 72-yard run called back. Uh, next drive he goes for, um, let's see here. Actually, they was all throws the next drive. Then he goes next next series he has a run for 12, inside run. I mean, then he just kind of went off on that last series. He goes for 22, 13, 41, <laughs> you know, on that next drive and just kind of put it away. But he ran with some – he ran with some purpose in this yeah. today. The whole game, really, I thought sure. he ran with purpose, but especially in the second half when they started right. leaning on them a little bit. I thought Audric played yeah. really well. There was a lot of missed, but there was a lot of missed opportunities in the run game today. Well, yeah, which they says only, a lot when you look at the numbers. They had seventy-eight yards rushing in the first quarter. You know how many yeah. yards rushing they had in the second quarter? Zero. Yeah, they had yeah. zero. So they had, yeah. so they had seventy-eight yards for the whole first half, and they were outgained on the ground. By Central Michigan, it was eighty right. to seventy-eight, right. and then at the end of the game, it's two thirty-six <laughs> to one thirty-one. Right. So obviously right. Notre Dame, and just then Audric ends up yeah. out rushing yeah. the entire team, exactly. the entire Central Michigan yes. team. Correct. So yeah, but yeah. again, he was a, he was you a can't horse. start off like that. And I think some of it was by design, but then some of it was some missed yeah. opportunities as well. Yeah, and, and like first drive, he was good. Went eight, three, and five. I mean, set up sure. that second and five. You can throw the ball down the field. Right? right, but then after that, it was like one, one, and the. 17. I'll take seventy-eight yards rushing yeah. in one quarter. But, but they you were, know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they were playing, they were playing to stop him early on too. And but I thought Audric, I mean, I thought his reads were decisive in the second half. Yeah, and there's a couple times, Vince, which you. This is how power is supposed to look, right? Sometimes power is going to go. It's because it's power is actually a downhill a gap track. And you run a gap and you either bounce it, right? Depending on how it's blocked, or you can cut that sucker back. But if you don't run power, if you're not really good at running power, you're not going to cut that back. And we've seen Notre Dame in the last couple of weeks hitting power in the backside a gap. And I'm pretty sure Audric had two power runs today where he hit the backside a gap on power. You know, you're reading power well when you're hitting that sucker backside like that and you're cutting it that tight to the center. And Audric had a couple runs like that today, Vince. I thought he got to the second level in the second half as fast as I've ever seen so him get to quick. the second level. So quick. So I, I think they found something with that power O stuff with Audric. Yeah. Like he looks real comfortable. Yeah. He had an 80 yard touchdown run on that last week on Power right. O. Yeah. You know, where yep. they ran that in Power the O. Over, if you don't know yeah. what Power O is, that's why I need to be on the message board because I, I put an article last night breaking down a little bit uh, what Power O is and had a couple clips on it. But that that's um, that was fun to see, man. Yeah, that was fun to see. Agreed. That was fun to see. What he that was one of the best halves of football we've seen from a running back in a while. Yeah. Like it, in like Josh, it's it. probably probably since probably since Dex. What was that game? Was it Virginia Tech in 2018 when Dex went for two bills? Is that when that game was? He had the 97 yarder 
and Dex went really went off in in the second half of that game. Let me, I think it was a Virginia Tech game. No, it was a Florida State game. But yeah, the Virginia Tech game was like that too. Dex went for 178 on 17 carries. Didn't do a whole lot in the first half, but he had like a 30-yard touchdown and a 97-yard touchdown. Like in it, like once they finally got rolling, and Audric had a little bit of that today too. But he 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 man, that second half of football was especially when you consider he had a 72-yard touchdown run say, back. You you <laughs> add that in, he he ran for 8.8 yards a carry. Yeah. Okay. You add that 73-yarder in there, and he's in double digits. You know what I mean? Right. Like okay like that's a day right you know he's that's averaging over eight yards of carry on the season right ridiculous he ridiculous. was over eight coming into this game yeah and he went for over eight again yeah <laughs> so, so that's that's just unbelievable and and you know he's feeling it when he's in stride and he's just hurtling dudes like yeah. you know because it's it's pretty amazing that he has that in his arsenal by the way you know with the way that he's built and put together and all of that but he's also pretty smart because he knows because of the way he's built and put together, guys are going to go low. I mean, right. that's how you bring it. You can't go high because you're going to get run right. over, you know? So they got to go low. And he's like, okay, go low. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <know>? exactly. <laughs> it's just made him pay for it. Right. So it, it, was, it was it was fun to see. I thought overall the way they used the backs, you know, mix it up pretty well. They just got to – those young guys got to get their timing down a little bit better. We saw a little bit of this last week as well, Vince, where they just weren't quite – Jeremiah Love was getting downhill a little too quickly last week, and they just got to clean that up a little bit. But really good day from the yeah. backs. Yeah, I agree. I, I I don't like Jeremiah Love. Just when you've got five backs, right, you don't need to put 12 up the middle. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's just like that was kind of like, yeah, that's not necessary. Well, not on duo, right? I mean, you know, you know there's like, some things you can do, like run inside zone or whatever. Yeah. But maybe someday, yeah. but that right but, now with his role, like, I don't think that needs to be, yeah. the, you know, yeah. the four man rotation at running back today went for 212 yards. Yeah. It's pretty good day's work. Pretty good day's work. Um, would have liked to seen some third and shorts get converted a little bit more effectively. That sure. was a negative today. We saw that twice where they had to go for it on fourth down and they ended up getting yeah. it on fourth down both times, but less uh, than 50% on third down. Yeah. Got to be more today. effective on that one. Well, yeah. they, they, and, and it, they ended up going six of 13 Vince, but they converted right. their last three of the game to get to six of 13. They were three for 10 at three one of point. 10. Yeesh. That's yeah. yeah that's so, but all. they did get the two fourth downs, which is good. Uh, so that was a, a good part of it. So uh, Vince did the running backs last because that's where we're going to go with our game balls. So oh, yeah, let's start it off, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, offensive game ball. There's there's no way that I can't give it to Audric Estime at this point. You know, maybe there's a lineman that played really, really well, but they didn't play 8.8 yards of carry well. Okay. Like Audric Estime was playing on a different level, especially in the second half. I mean, we just broke it down. I'm not going to go into crazy detail, but that kid is just a physical specimen. He is able to do some things athletically and speed-wise for that matter. Because he runs away from guys, folks. Like, he runs away from guys. He has deceptive speed. He always has. He's got quick feet in the in the box, in the hole. And then he'll hurdle your butt if you're in the way. Like, that dude's an athlete, man. And so, he definitely gets my game ball from the offensive side. That's a no-brainer, Vince. I mean, look, other guys play, had some, you know, Tobias had a great moment. Tyree sure. had a couple big moments. Sam Hartman put up some really good numbers, but... I mean that this game got put away because of Audric. I mean that's his his presence is why you had the one on ones down the field against Central Michigan. Yep. You know because of they were worried about him, and then he had some early success. And uh, you know the, the touchdown run was a fe- was that on the fourth down that touchdown? I think yes. that was on fourth down. Remember it was after they yeah. called it a first down, and then and they then brought it back. That was the okay. Like the, 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 the two time before review. we move on to the defense. <laughs> We're going to talk about the officiating. Uh, so save that one for just a second here. Vince. But yeah, I, I think I thought that was, I, th- I thought that was correct. That was on a, it was, it down. was the four, it yeah, was the fourth, fourth and ha- like fourth and a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yep. That was a good one. So, uh, <laughs> Audrey gets the game ball for me. Storylines coming out of the game. Vince, obviously Notre Dame continues to be a big play offense the last two weeks. Uh, you know, it's funny because when you watch Audric's numbers, you're like, it didn't feel like a 176 yard game. It's just because he just, I mean, he piled so many, so much of up, so much of it up on the second yeah. half. It's like you'd have felt like that when they, because he had that 70 yard run. Like, nope, that one like, didn't count. 
Yeah. Yeah, that one got that one got called back, but think about what his numbers would have been like if they would have properly called exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that would have been fun. So story obviously that Sam Hartman a big play offense, uh, you know, spreading the ball, continue to spread the ball around. I thought that was a positive uh but uh you know, look, Notre Dame offense didn't play didn't play its best gay day, didn't play its best day, best game. That too. But still went for 578 yards and um uh, and 41 points and, right. and didn't have like really any short fields to work with. You know, their touchdown drives were 91 yards, 75 yards, 87 yards, 74 yards, 43 yard field goal drive, 47 yard field goal drive, and then 82 yards. So like that's yeah. the other thing too about these touchdown drives is they weren't working with great field position all game. Like they were going on long drives, which yeah. says a lot about, um, yeah, they had that production. They had five seventy-plus yard drives out of twelve total drives in this game, right? I mean that that by itself is impressive. They only had one three and out, so they cleaned that part up because yeah. that was that was an issue. You know, last week last week that was an issue. They had a bunch of three and outs in the first half. They had one yeah. the entire game um, that they had to punt on, and so you know they had a 42% touchdown rate on, on their drives. Right. I, I, you know, so overall the offense did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. You know, they only punted the ball twice in this entire game. So good stuff. Would have like seen better, but it was, it got the job. Of course. Done. Yeah. Before of course. we have to say that was an absolutely garbage. officiating oh. crew. And it wasn't like a lot of people saying like, you know, anti Notre Dame. I didn't no. think they were anti Notre Dame. I no. thought they were terrible. They had a really bad spot on, I thought uh, two runs by Notre Dame where they gave Notre Dame much better spots yep. than they should have. Yeah. But you know, some like the decision to not call the pass interference on, on, uh, Jay, on Rico Flores, like you pick the flag up, like just missed a, it, they, they called but more they holdings called than it. I've seen in a long time, but missed yeah, like, 10 more, you know, it's and like, they call the pass interference uh, on Notre Dame when the kid literally fell over. Like, yeah. There was no pass interference there. In the, end the one zone. on Jaden Mickey. Yeah. Yes. The kid yeah, fell over. Terrible. I mean, yeah, like, terrible. What, what are we doing? Terrible. I, I, and then I like, like Blake, Blake Fisher gets called for holding and then does the exact same thing on the very next play. No, no call. call. No call. The, the whole review of the review. I didn't even know. Yeah. What is thing. that? How like you you reviewed a play, got it wrong, and then you reviewed it again? Like, is there like a second set of reviewers, like right. fact checkers of the fact checkers that we don't <laughs> like know he about? Made, he made the they announcement. Made the review, yes, announced <laughs> what happened. I yes. this is. I don't know if it showed up on TV. I don't know if you guys know what we're talking about. It was on the third and two that it was a play before Audric's first t- or only touchdown run. They ran a third and two. He he didn't get anywhere close to the first no. down. Like no. they got the call right in the end. Eventually. But they marked it wrong at first. Correct. Then they reviewed it, got it wrong. <laughs> and then and now what I think happened, Vince, is what I what I think happened is I think they the, the first review, they got the spot correct. Okay. Right? Or they, they got that this like okay, they're they gonna mark the ball. Here, they did but then the they ball. called it a first down. Right, and I I wonder if the second review was to make sure that they got the down and distance in the spot, you know, all that stuff, right? Either but way. they said, but the but here's the thing that makes me say like that would make sense, like right? I've seen that before, sure. But but then why did he announce that the call on the field is upheld? Because if the call on the field is upheld, then it it's would have been a first down. down, and the ball it it was just the weirdest thing. This was such an a, a, like I. I if someone at Notre Dame is not raising holy hell with the ACC right now, because right. again, guys, it wasn't a biased Notre Dame against Notre Dame officiating crew. There were some calls that hurt Notre Dame. I'm just telling you, watching it live, it was a bad crew, period. Yes. Just period. Like they lost five seconds because Marcus Freeman could not get the freaking officials' attention trying to call a timeout late in the second quarter. Right. Like that's your job. You should be looking. Is the head coach going to call a timeout? Right. And well, Freeman's like going cr- like I thought Freeman was going to run out and stun him. Like that's yeah. what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to spear him like Goldberg or something. Like he was so pissed. Cuz he's like and they were they were ignoring him. Right. Because the official was way out on the field. It's like no game awareness, no situational awareness whatsoever of by the officiating. It was well, a that, terrible yeah. crew. And yeah. if somebody from Notre Dame, if Jack Swarbrick 
is not on the phone with the ACC saying, I'm sick of you sending us these crap officiating crews, then, then, then they're just not doing this right. Because I don't know, like, do they sound like they're JV teams? You know, like there's been some good officiating crews from the ACC, but this one that did this game today was one of the worst crews I've ever seen. And it was all around. It was, they they were just sucked period. It was it. I think it hurt Notre Dame probably more of one of the ones that were like, that were pulled up, but they, both teams caught the the bad end of just a terrible officiating today. Just terrible officiating. I mean, there, there was one time he put time back on the clock. He, he told the booth, Okay, put 46 seconds on the clock, and then they ran a play. It said 44, and he's like, clock never started. Put it down to 40. What? Like, you just said to put it to 46. If I'm remembering it right, that was like – and I, I look over at Sean, and I didn't even say anything. He just like – he just looks at me, and he goes, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just making it up as they go. Like, I, yes. it, it was that – I I'm telling you, I go to a lot of high school games, Brian, and and officiating isn't great. I've seen I've seen high school officiating crews do a markedly better job yeah. than what I saw today. And again, it wasn't just against Notre Dame; it was just I still don't like, know how that quarterback wasn't in on that second down run near the goal line. I I still don't know seriously. How he was in. Like I thought he was in, and even watching the review, I could be wrong. I thought he was in. It was uh, a they were terrible. They were. Terrible. I mean, it was, it was a, a touchdown. A, a, a terrible officiating crew. Terrible yeah. fishing crew. Yep. So anyway, uh, that's going to do it for the offense, Vince. Uh, before we head over the defense, folks, do us a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Share this podcast. And if you have not done so, I'm telling you, you guys are missing out. Hit, Sign up for the message boards at boardsarsbreakdown.com. I'm telling you, there's some great stuff over there. You're going to enjoy it. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.